Hey everybody, welcome to Ideas Man. This is Eric, your host. Today's a special day because it's the first ever guest episode. I had so much fun. It was such a good time just hanging out and talking with one of my good friends. She is a author. She's a famous TikToker, Michaela Turcott. It was such a fun time having her on and just hanging out talking about craziness. I know you guys are going to enjoy it and just laugh as much as I did. (laughs) So without uh, further ado, you know, enjoy the first of many, hopefully, guest episodes. So we've got guest number one, numero uno, the first time anybody other than me is talking on this podcast, which is probably for the better, I think, in the long run. You guys definitely don't want to hear me speak for any more lengths of time. So without further ado, we have the famous TikTok famous Michaela Turcott. Would you define yourself as famous? Absolutely not. No. I, I no. I think TikTok fame and real fame, like you have to get very famous on TikTok before you can call yourself famous. <laughs> well, I mean, you have 22,000 followers. How would you define That's fame? That's true. I think you have to hit at least 300K on TikTok. 300? Minimum. But somebody who follows you probably thinks that you're famous. I would classify you as famous. I think a lot of people who follow me classify me as famous, and it's very strange. So fame is a state of mind. I think so, yeah. But can you You be famous if you don't think you're famous? That's a good question. I think that with... (laughs) Fame is a state of mind. So if you're... Is... Does fame rely upon your own definition of fame or is it upon the perception of others? I mean, it's probably somewhere in between there. That's true. So you could say I'm half famous. I mean, you, if you're just a really humble, you know, person and you're like, nah, I'm not famous at all, but there's like 30 billion people following you, which... I mean, that's more than the world. So you'd have a lot of alien followings. But there's 30 billion people that are following you. Would you still be famous? I guess you would have to be. Because at the end of the day, like Taylor Swift could say that she doesn't feel like she's famous, but she's still famous. Does Taylor Swift say that? I I don't know. I'm not in her inner circle. <laughs> that's a shame. I'd love to get Taylor Swift on the podcast. <laughs> I'll let her know. Yeah, if you could make that happen with your... I'm famous some, too, so we can connect. Somebody in those 22,000 followers on TikTok, somebody has some connection to Taylor Swift. They know someone who knows someone who knows someone who knows Taylor Swift. I mean, if you look at the odds and just play the odds card, you've met somebody who has had physical contact with Taylor Swift in your lifetime. That makes me want to implode. and that goes with any celebrity the odds are actually incrementally multiplied when you think about that what about pierce brosnan who's pierce brosnan what do you mean who's pierce brosnan i said what i said he's the guy from mamma mia he played james bond 
that one or oh, two that times. Oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah. What was James, his name? James Corden said that he is a very rude person. He said he was very oh. rude to him at uh, a football game. Well, I don't want to start any tea, but some people have said James Corden's a very rude person. No way. James Corden is a saint. He went to rehab for liking fame too much. So he classifies himself as famous. I would say he'd have to now. It's probably part of the program. I mean, <laughs> when you go to rehab for something, you have to classify yourself as that thing. Otherwise, what are you doing there? <laughs> Acceptance That's is true. the first step. Exactly. It's like that episode of The Office where Michael drags Meredith to the rehab center. And they're like, you can't just drag somebody in here. We can't accept her. <laughs> He's like, I'm trying to make a deposit. I will never understand the cultural obsession with The Office. Uh, and because of that statement, I will never understand the obsession that these 22,000 TikTok followers have. What are they doing over there if they're not listening to things about The Office? I would say if the cultural bound between what makes someone worthwhile is watching The Office. That explains exactly what they're doing watching me. <laughs> <laughs> the Office has just become a part of our culture. It, I don't even know I, why. I firmly believe I should replace that part in culture. There are a few podcasts actually about it that I have been meaning to listen to but haven't started. Like the two girls from The Office, Pam and Angela, they did... Um, See, they're not even real people anymore. They're just who they played on The Office. You can't cast Steve Carell as anything else now. Like, he's always going to be Carell Michael Scott. In, he's in so many things. But he's always Michael Scott. Somebody is always watching that. And in their heads, they're like, wow, Michael Scott is a rugby coach? <laughs> That's true. Or like to the other people in the, in the theater. Yeah. Exactly. Like the other people in the theater have taste, so they're like, who's Michael Scott? Oh, jeez. I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's a part of our culture, I would, uh, I would definitely say. As is TikTok. TikTok is never going to go away. Everybody's freaking out about TikTok leaving because of the states. The whole, like, mm. banning. But, I mean, VPN servers have been a thing forever. That's TikTokers what I've been aren't they're not going to go anywhere. <laughs> it's just going to register that there's, you know, a billion people using TikTok in the Philippines. Like it's. <laughs> what are they going to do? Like Fortnite, what, remove it from the app store. Fortnite just got removed from the app store and billions of devices still have Fortnite. Mm -hmm. They, uh, I mean, what they have to do is cut it off at the source. Just cut out VPN servers. Absolutely. The <laughs> I don't know that anyone, including Donald Trump, has the power to cut out every single VPN. I think that's kind of the point of a VPN. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Very personal network. Unless he got right in with like Apple and Samsung and just had it cut out. Do you think Apple and Samsung have the power to get rid of all the VPNs in the world? They do it in China. 
Wow. If you buy a phone in India or China, there are apps that you cannot access on that phone, even if you bring it to the States or Canada. Look at this. Ideas Man just became a science podcast. Is that science? I mean, everything is science. <laughs> I mean, science if you've never taken a science class. <laughs> Um, but speaking of communications, I think as I get along, these segues are just gonna like be rolling. Now it's just like let's jump, let's jump to something different. But other, right. it's it's gonna be like a segue, which is why it's called a segue because like the scooter. Those things are smooth. <laughs> Have you ridden a Segway? No, but I've seen somebody in person riding a Segway. We were in Paris looking for Matt because he was lost we lost him at the eiffel lost tower Matt in paris for at least an hour we were looking around the eiffel tower we thought he may have been like hijacked and we were standing on the corner because we have just about given up and thought well that's it let's go back to canada and this group of segwayers just like came and i swear it was like slow motion before my eyes and they just like were just going Right across the street, and the streets in Paris. You are see busy. segways in slow motion because that's a I whole see, other science issue. That's real science. I see most things in slow motion. Actually, I don't know if it's a psychological thing or a visual thing, but I feel like I move at least three times lower the speed. I feel like there's a movie about that. Is it but called Speed? Who, no, it's old. It's like. I think it, it might have been a dream. That's how old it is. <laughs> it's like a guy. I think he has a watch and he can control time. I don't know. <laughs> Are you talking about Harry Potter? Is this the time I don't Turner? remember Harry Potter ever having a watch that controls time. I actually don't think that Harry Potter had a watch at all. <laughs> In all of I mean, those movies. They had a lot of like grandfather clocks. I'm but sure. you, you can't really strap that to your wrist. <laughs> Not with that attitude. But there's magic, so you can strap anything to your wrist with magic. That's a slippery slope. <laughs> <laughs> How come there are grandfather clocks, but not grandmother clocks? I would. I mean, are you assuming the clock's gender? I'm not assuming anything. I'm calling it by its name. Well, one can only assume that if there's only grandfather clocks, they would have no way to reproduce and create female clocks. That's an interesting thing. Isn't there an animal out there that's only male? There can't be. Well, there cows count? There can be anything. I don't think that all cows are male. No, but all cows are female, aren't they? Absolutely not. I'm like 90% sure all cows are female and all the males are something else. It's like a bull. No, not a bull. A bu- I am Googling this. I as feel like speak. I'm right. Actually, I'm not Googling it. I'm binging it. Oh. I know. Innovative. I have been on Bing for quite some time. And I feel like I feel like I am the minority here. You are. You don't feel that way. You're completely a minority <laughs> with the rest of the world. All cows are female that have had children. Wait, what? All cows are females that have had children. At least one, it says. And 
Oh. A so non-mother cow. A yes, to be a cow. A non-mother cow is called a heifer. A bull is a male cow that is able to breed. A, a steer is a male cow that cannot breed. Men defined by their ability to breed. Yeah. Women and women cows are just identified by the instance. Male cows are identified by the ability. I think that's worse. I think that cows had some kind of feminist uprising somewhere in history that we missed. I think that was probably around the same time as mad cow disease. That would make perfect sense. That, absolutely. I, there's no way that they started calling all these cows these different names in the oh. 1800s. That's very true. They didn't Someone use names comes, there for There was things. a cover-up somewhere. Some president who drank a lot of milk. All this talk of cows. I, I don't know. It's time we move on. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is, this is the podcast, pretty much. It's me just saying words that... Uh, I mean, that's, that's pretty people? much it. <laughs> it's just words that are, are borderline unconnected. Borderline? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wouldn't go so far as to say that they are absolutely unconnected. But... Uh, borderline because every That's word fair. is connected if you look in at it way. in the dictionary so they're all related that way i suppose they all exist inside a body of work that's been it's completed. like the famous people like one word knows a word who knows a word it's true that's like the wikipedia game when i was in elementary school there was a wikipedia game and um they wouldn't let us on wikipedia on the elementary school like this was like like borderline you're crossing the line what are you doing on wikipedia really uh, yeah what and, is your school scene <laughs> i don't know it uh it was something else so it used to be the game in our elementary schools we'd be in the computer lab and like who can create or edit the best wikipedia article i also like the fact that the rebels at my elementary school were just the kids that searched things <laughs> on the wikipedia <laughs> like that was the hardcore ruffians um, <laughs> so the wikipedia game is you start with one word and you have to try to get to another word just by clicking on related uh, things or like the links that pop up in wikipedia so you'd start off with george washington and you'd want to get to dairy farms and okay that if you could do it you were you know the toughest kid on the block right and they were like don't mess with that guy he knows his grammar yeah your school's very tame that was a weird game to have banned and i i went to school in the downtown so that <laughs> that shows you what <laughs> the rough downtown areas of hamilton ontario was like I went to school in a Yeehaw town and we had Red Rover band because kids were getting their skulls cracked open. <laughs> See, the same level here. I mean, talk about tough. <laughs> if those kids were on Wikipedia, they'd be unstoppable. Are you on Wikipedia? Like, do I use Wikipedia or do I have a page? Do you have a page? I'm, I'll be honest, I don't know. I don't think so. Interesting. I, I think, I don't think anything about TikTok has reached Google yet. I think if you Google my name, it's just like a generic box that says Makayla Turcotte author. Do people still use Wikipedia? 
I would think so. It's my most trusted source of any information. I'll be honest. (laughs) They're out here putting work in, making the world a better place, one Wikipedia page at a time. They're a .org. That's an organization. Yeah. Yeah. Not a a com. What is a com? Commercial. It's a commercial business. I would have went with computer. I would have assumed. Well, it could be. I can't, I can't believe that all comms are businesses. I mean, everything is a business. Everything? Uh, borderline everything. Just about. Pretty much. We ourselves are businesses. <laughs> I'm having a hard time thinking of something that would have a website that wouldn't be in some way a business. Yeah, because you can't. Because they're all businesses. You can make money on anything. Well, yes. Even if you're not making money, you're still a business. You just have a horrible business model. <laughs> like, <laughs> Ideas Man podcast is technically a business. That's true. You but, are uh, still offering a service. But I, I'm still waiting for, uh, you know, sponsors welcome. Anybody? Catchthat.com. Yeah. <laughs> I should just start <laughs> buying up domains and selling them back to people i think that that's like circa 1990 like making money on the grind kind of thing i don't know that that's still a thing i mean you can sell your domains people will buy it but it depends like you you know you can't buy Mm -hmm. google.ca anymore so what else is there why when we've got bing out here doing the most I mean, it's the preloaded browser in Opera, and that, that's, my, that's my choice. Who uses Opera? <laughs> I like to pretend that I'm at an opera, so, uh, you know, this is the closest I'm going to get for a while. That's fair. Using the web page. If there if was were- a web page that said Hamilton, you better know it. <laughs> it doesn't even matter how it functions. It could just be a rebrand of Internet Explorer, and I'd be on that. Absolutely. With a picture of Lin Manuel is the icon. You know, we could we could make this happen. I'll oh, talk. We might I'll get talk sued. to my connections at uh, at Wikipedia and see what we can do. <laughs> All right. So the idea today, because there has to be an idea, there has to be some type of thought. And I mean, I mean, everything's a thought, really. But um, long before TikTok, you are an accomplished author an author for sure what does an accomplished author mean i would say an accomplished author is any published author well yeah because that's the accomplishment is that you you're an author i mean (laughs) what's left uh, yeah what else is there you've made the book well i have a pretty cool book pitch for you i've got an idea for a book Oh boy. And um, I don't know if it's psychologically possible. That's the thing. Psychologically possible. I'm thinking like some type of hypnosis while you're reading the book. And like if you could make a, a person believe something while you're reading it and like that <laughs> becomes their reality. Oh, that's a lawsuit waiting to happen. Pretty much, but nothing, nothing <laughs> awful, nothing awful. 
what I'm proposing is a book that as you're reading it, you then become the author of the book. Not like one of those choose your own adventures kind of thing, but it's like you are the author of this book. And then by the end of it, you're hypnotized into believing this is my my authorship. This is my my book. Interesting. So once you're hypnotized at the beginning, is there a completion to the book that you now believe you wrote or are the rest of the pages just blank? I mean, you know, that's sort of the question, isn't it? I don't have all the kinks worked out. I am just (laughs) the ideas guy. I just need an author to decide whether or not they're going to actually write something, you know, or leave it blank. Now, the legal aspect, that's that's a little concerning. You know, you don't want people saying you hypnotize them through a book. Just, you know, um, everybody's <laughs> into the new age stuff right now. Just put a disclaimer on the front page. And people, what It's like, by the end of true. this, you're going to believe beyond a shadow of a doubt that you wrote this book. Interesting. I think it's it will be a media frenzy, which is always what you want. Yeah, no, that, no news is bad news and no publicist is bad publicist. It, I would say, the, so not only do you, you have an author, but what I need is a hypnotist. I don't know if that would be psychologically possible, but it's gotta be. There's gotta be a way. If you could have an accompanied, like, audio track. Like, some books have accompaniment. Oh. So there's that. <laughs> True, like a little swinging pendulum in the back pouch connected mm-hmm. to the book. Yeah, like this book that you buy is going to be like $600. And it's oh it's going to weigh like 40 pounds with all the <laughs> hypnotic equipment attached to it. But it'll get the job done. Yeah, I like it. I think I like it more in the sense that half of the book is blank. And you've now got... <laughs> millions of readers who think that they are the author of this book and they know the ending but they're all fighting because they have a different ending but that's part of it you see that's what builds the hype and then you can as the author put out a challenge to people and say let's make a sequel you choose what happens in the sequel and then you've got all of these different like online published sequels to this book where everybody thought that they were the author and I mean, the only confusing part about it is like the canon of the book is going to be all over the place. <laughs> and w- if everyone who's read this book, that's my whole market is my readers, but they all believe that they wrote the book. So wouldn't that in turn very much hinder sales for the second book if they <laughs> believed they were the author, <laughs> didn't like me because I also believed that I was the author? You just sort of blend in. Like, once they see that everyone thinks they're the author, what credits me as the real author? Well, you would, you'd be the one that's actually tied to the publication, you know. There are, like, legal... (laughs) (laughs) Name on the cover. Like, I can't go tell everybody I wrote Harry Potter. I mean, I was in the womb when the first book was created, so, I mean, I can't really hold claim. But, (laughs) yes. But, um... I mean, I I can't just claim it. You can't just go to J.K. Rowling and say, I wrote this I, because I believe it. Just because you believe something doesn't give you legal like possession of it. That's very true. I es- think it sounds like chaos. Especially when you're the one who's making people believe it. Like, no judge would grant anything to somebody who signed up for something 
that's going to hypnotize hypnotize them into believing that they own the book. Like, is it? I, you know, the lawsuit is over before it even starts. It's not even worth that's the legal fares. Now, do we have a closer that when they finish writing their half of the book, there's something in the other side that brings them out of it? Or do they just always think that? No, no, no. Like, that's the whole thing. Like, forever, you're going to believe you're an author. Right. From an artistic standpoint. They're going to put accomplished author on your tombstone. Oh, boy. (laughs) I think from an artistic standpoint, I love it. It's definitely a test in... Mm -hmm society and psychology Mm -hmm. from a societal standpoint it frightens me greatly (laughs) (laughs) i think i can see this unraveling the world to point of destruction well this is like this is step one i mean it's it's obviously like like (laughs) step one is making people believe that they're authors step two is making them believe anything else like, you know, if this works, oh. if this works, then everybody can believe that they owe me $100. And I mean, 7 billion people in the world, $100 from all of them, assuming they all buy this $600 book. I still don't think you'd be richer than Jeff Bezos. He owns Amazon. Oh, yes, that guy. Once yes. all the hand sanitizers and stuff started going out, man, he was like sanitizing with dollar bills. If I was that rich, I would take out American dollar bills, or I guess loonies, and I would I would just swim in them just once, not like religiously, <laughs> like a whole pool or like a bathtub. Oh, like as big a pool as I can muster. Oh my, that sounds painful with loonies. Can Do you I think you'd suffocate? Yes. But like it's like the ball pit effect. Like, do you would you sink? Is it such a solid? But balls are filled with air. I think you just start to walk on it. Like, once it filled up, you just walk on it. Like, I don't even think you'd sink. Yeah, at all. You would hit a point where, like, you would have to dig your feet in to even get them to a point where they're sinking. You would be walking on money. Which probably means that you just die instantly. True. And money is really dirty. That's true. true. There is a sanitary issue there. Yeah. I think $100 bills in a pool would be, probably be your best bet. There's not a lot of people in the world, definitely not as many people in the world that are regularly touching $100 bills than there are exactly. loonies. So sure. that eliminates the the death effect that eliminates the sanitation you know nastiness there and you know that really it solves just about every problem you would have except then what do you do afterwards how do you get it all out but if i had that much money i'd just hire somebody hire people and i'd be like they'll figure it out (laughs) (laughs) exactly you don't do anything yourself when you're rich yeah i uh i wish (laughs) (laughs) i once hired a man from kijiji to clean my room when i was in college i paid him a hundred dollars it took him six hours best investment i ever made he asked me if i came from money i didn't i was just lazy a hundred dollars for six hours that is like 25 dollars an hour 
that's math. <laughs> that's like $18 an hour. Well, we agreed upon a rate of 10 per hour, but he did an outstanding job. So you gave him a 40% tip. I did. Well, you paid him $60 for his time and then gave him a 66% tip of $40. Which is big because I don't typically tip. The only reason that I know percentages is because of my Goodreads account. I don't like to put in the page numbers. I like to put in the percentages because I think it makes me seem a little smarter. I'm going to be honest. It probably just makes you seem like you don't know how to put in the page numbers and your Goodreads (laughs) automated to percentage. (laughs) Or you're reading on like e-readers. It's probably both of those things. There's no pages in audiobooks. So audiobooks, you always have to put in the percent. Yeah. Or just calculate the pages. Like say that there's 100 pages and just take a guess at what that would be. That's true. I don't know. I wouldn't know. I can't listen to audiobooks. They give me panic attacks. Right. Just this podcast. Just just this podcast, yes. (laughs) This probably gives you more panic attacks. I can talk. I can talk forever. It's the listening. Not a great listener. Podcasts are growing on me, though. So the real question is, will you go back and listen to this podcast when it comes out? I think it's a good training experiment because I want to be able to listen to podcasts. And that's the sound true. of my own voice is my favorite sound. That's, that's true. You should just start a podcast about learning to love podcasts and why you're making that podcast is to train yourself to listen to your own voice and listen to other people's voices my question would be how does one initiate a podcast with no prior knowledge of podcasts without then listening to podcasts well i'll tell you i have no prior knowledge of podcasts at all i just sort of roll with it as everybody is that a scandal Everybody who's listening definitely knows that I know nothing about what I'm doing. That's sort of my thing. (laughs) My thing is that I don't know what I'm doing. So you just, uh, I don't know, you just start talking and hope that it goes somewhere. It's like Michael Scott and his sentence effect. See, but I can't can't make these references because you don't like The Office. Brutal. I can't help it. I I liked one episode of The Office. Scott's Tots. It was Scott's Tots, yes. Well, you need to watch, I think it's in season four, and you need to watch The Dinner Party. The Dinner Party. That is my number one favorite episode of The Office. I don't know if that's a scandalous thing to say, if other people hold The Office in a higher regard, and they're like, oh, they're all my favorites. No. (laughs) No, no, no. I will make a note to watch The Dinner Party. Good. An actual note. Not an actual note. It's on my phone. What year is this? Well, that is a note. That's what we have now. Sure. Perfect. Well, we've 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 lived, we've loved, we've laughed, we've cried. Might have even bled some. I don't know. I would bleed for the cause of the office. That I was is actually stabbed in the leg halfway through this podcast. I've just been suffering through. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. I mean, that's a, a very real possibility. It could have happened. There's Maybe that's a podcast in itself. Or an ambulance ride. 
well, I mean, what about a podcast? Man, these ideas are just oh, blowing no. from the back of an ambulance that the paramedics that are doing. <laughs> that, again, all of your ideas are just lawsuits waiting to happen. That is, uh, yes, that should just be the description of the podcast. The bio, a lawsuit waiting to happen. Like Come at it. me, dairy farms. <laughs> heifers yes the heifers coming from their coming for the coffers that's what they're coming for where can people find you and why would they want to why would they want to bad taste but also not really i'm hilarious i'm a good time if i do say so myself (laughs) i'm on tiktok at makayla turka and my book is in on Amazon and in select bookstores everywhere, we'll say. <laughs> select. You can you can just just search Michaela Turcott uh, in a couple of days on Wikipedia, and you'll probably find as much as you need to know. <laughs> <laughs> you have faith. <laughs> yes. And as usual, you can follow the podcast. We got a new handle. Whoa, this is a big deal because I've been complaining about the handle before, and I've been, you know saying the wrong handle on the podcast so I just I was like you know what forget it we're just gonna do something different so change the Instagram handle we are now at ideas man podcast which makes a lot more sense there's no underscores there's no numbers just you know it is what it is you just it is it is what it is you can follow me on Instagram at Eric Rodriguez 76 that one I had to put some numbers in it's not as good as the podcast but, uh, you know, it, it should never be as good as the podcast. This is what I'm putting out. Mine is just my life, you know. That, you, you play the chips that you get. Shoot me a DM on either of those. Let me know what idea you want me to tackle next. And uh, maybe I will do it, and maybe I will not. And that's pretty much it. You know, thanks for stopping by, Makayla. The first guest ever. I'm honored. Thank you for having me. It could be the last. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. The last guest. The first and last. This is it. (laughs) No, definitely not the last. There are some exciting and interesting things that are coming up in the next few episodes. So stay tuned to that. And as always, you know, stay classy, stay caring. And Mikhail, you say stay curious. All right. (laughs) She said it really quietly. I'm putting that on the record. (laughs) (laughs) My bad.